Hey guys, welcome. Today's going to be a little bit different on the Success 101 podcast as I'm traveling through Arkansas. Signal, microphone, quality, everything's going to be just a tad bit different. So if you're easily offended by quality being a little bit off, go ahead and just stop this recording. However, if you want tremendous value, as the Success 101 podcast always brings, just keep this episode rolling, and that's exactly what I'm bringing to you today. Enjoy. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Small win, small win, small win. Keep your momentum going. The Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. And each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 Podcast. I'm so fired up to be back here with you guys today as we dive into yet another couple of chapters of my book, From Success to Significance. My team and I have sent out hundreds of these books since starting to offer them in the U.S. for just the shipping cost. And if you're international, you can order the ebook reader version of this same book, and I cannot wait to get it into your hands as we get ready to make 2018 an absolutely incredible year for all of you guys, and we're going to do it together. I'm going through some parts of this book even more in depth with my private coaching clients, and if you haven't checked out my four corporate and personal coaching programs, head to success101podcast.com forward slash coaching to pick the resource that's right for you over there and to get my book for just the shipping cost here in the U.S., the same book we're going through today, head to success101podcast.com forward slash book. And again, if you're in the United States, at checkout, put Success 101 in the coupon or the promo code, and you're going to be able to snag that for just the shipping cost. If you're international outside of the United States, you can grab the ebook reader for about the same cost. And again, I wanted my team to make this easy. They've done a great job of keeping this book available online for you guys at just the shipping cost or the ebook reader cost to where you can get your hands on it. So let's go ahead and dive in. For those of you who haven't heard some of the live episodes I've done going through this book, I want you to hit pause right now. Go back through the five components for creating your strategy. And if you heard some of the more recent episodes, you guys heard the strategy behind rewards consequences and how to design your ideal day as well as leveraging your environment and creating your board of advisors one of my personal favorites that i look forward to retweaking how i'm doing my board of advisors here in 2018 and then lastly creating a winnable game plan and understanding the pyramid flip in live episode number 38 so here we go we're going to dive in this week to implementation strategy Number four, implementation tactic number four, staying confident by maintaining the goals accomplished progress report. You guys know that whatever gets measured expands. You never know where you are, though we think we do many times, but we never know where we are unless we're actually measuring certain things in our lives. So check this out, guys. As you start living the life you've designed, it's essential it's essential not just to track your progress, 
but also to do so in a way that motivates you to continue growing and improving. In fact, if a person measures success by looking at the distances he has yet to travel, he's always going to be disappointed. Ask any marathon runner, triathlete, Ironman, ask any of them that. If you start off a race and you get halfway through it and all you're focused on is everything that you have yet to accomplish, you're going to be extremely unmotivated and disappointed. However, if you guys are measuring success by the distance you have already traveled and you see that you've already reached great success, you're going to be more motivated to stay the course. I heard a story of one time where someone was counting telephone poles. They would count each telephone pole and say, can I just get to the next telephone pole? They weren't thinking about how many telephone poles they had yet possibly to get to. They were just counting each telephone pole. I made it to that one. Boom. I made it to that one. Boom. I made it to another one. Consider the story that I heard one time of a young man who walks into an important meeting. He's nervous and riddled with insecurity because he believes himself not to be as accomplished as the businessmen and women who are sitting around the table. His suit is not expensive enough. His resume is not impressive enough. His car is not new enough. I've had that feeling. I've parked back behind restaurants before because I was so embarrassed to park out inside of the office building or in front of the restaurant, and I just hoped and prayed that people wouldn't want to walk me out to my car. In my business, the financial planning business, I've actually had people, after I had better and newer cars, I actually had people walk me out of the restaurant and walk me over to my car. These are people that I didn't know very well, like a friend, and I felt like the only reason they were doing that was just to see what type of car that I drove. So what I would try to do is I would try to park back in the back of the restaurant and then I would tell people as we got up to leave, I would say, oh man, I'm gonna try to hit the restroom real quick before I go, hoping that they would just go ahead and leave and most of the time they did and then I could sneak out the back and go back around to where my car was. So, but in this story that I'm, I'm alluding to here, this man that I'm explaining is measuring his worthiness. I was measuring my worthiness back then by the distance that I had to travel or the distance he must travel to reach his goals, always looking ahead at what he doesn't have and what he has to accomplish before he can be successful. Consider the flip side of that, guys. A similar person who wears the same off-the-rack suit, has limited experience, drives that same battered-up car, yet this man walks into the same meeting with his head held high, his shoulders back, he's proud to be a self-taught man who has overcome great obstacles and has tons of confidence, and he wants to be sitting at that table with accomplished men and women that he's wanting to learn from. He just wants to be in the room. He wants a seat at the table. He doesn't care about the distance ahead of him other than learning from it, but he cares about the distance he's already traveled from his starting point. So both of these characters in the story had the same abilities, education, level of accomplishment. The only thing that's different is their perspective. And what perspective serves you better than being a seeker? And what perspective is going to serve you better than living your life by design, which is going to encourage overachievers to document and celebrate milestones of progress in relation to their starting point, not based on where we're trying to go long term. So the best way, guys, to track your progress is to continually increase your motivation by setting up what we're going to talk about today, a Goals Accomplished Progress Report. And this Goals Accomplished Progress Report will be a living document that lists out all of the goals that you have accomplished and the things for which you are thankful. What better time than right now at the week of Thanksgiving here in the U.S. 
to think about things we're thankful. I hope that some of you will list out this Goals Accomplished Progress Report as you're spending time with family, as you're reflecting on your gratitudes. There is so much research out today, guys, about what gratitude does for your brain, about how it actually reshapes your brain and grows new gray and white matter in your brain. I mean, that's amazing. So here's the deal, guys. You're not only going to create this list for the things you've accomplished and the things you're thankful for, but you're going to update your goals accomplished progress report regularly, at least every few weeks. This can't be a static document that you update once. It, it impacts you and then you stick it in a drawer somewhere and you don't look at it anymore. You've got to allow this to almost become your autobiography as you change it over time. I know Curtis had mentioned at one point that he's kept a goals accomplished progress report for over a decade and it was tremendously rewarding to look back at how far he's come and how much fun he's had along the way. So you guys have got to do the same thing and you'll notice on page 127 in his report that the goal accomplished progress report for Curtis consists of not just the big victories but also the simple joys that might just have brought a smile to his face, but it meant a lot to him. So again, on page 127, for those of you guys who have the book, you will see a very condensed version of his progress report there. Also, what I tried to do in the book was I tried to list out my own condensed version of the goals progress report and all the things that I wanted to share with you guys that helped me stay focused on some of the things that are happening in our lives. It's it's really to me it's a reminder of the positive momentum we have, the things that are going to keep us going. And by keeping an updated list, keeping it not static, but keeping it alive and growing, we can stay motivated during difficult times. So in the space provided in the book, you guys are going to list out your achievements over the past year, the things that you're thankful for, really take a look back on what you've grown grown through and this is a lot like the highlight reel that you guys did many many weeks ago where you're listing all of the things that you've done in life but this one is going to be centered around your goals that have been accomplished and a progress report that you're going to keep updated from time to time moving along here implementation tactic number five this is the family tree legacy on page 133 and for those of you guys who know me, you know that I am extremely wired and geared toward following my family legacy, my family tree. My dad and I actually had a chance. I took him over to Mississippi where my family came from years ago. Whenever they came over on a horse and buggy, they were sharecroppers. They got offered some land in my tiny town of Linden, Texas, and that's where they stayed. And that's, that's why I'm from Texas. Many people, though, don't know anything about their family. In fact, years ago, while attending a seminar, the speaker of the event selected Curtis from the crowd and asked him to share the names of his great-grandparents. He could not name one of them, guys. He was mortified. He was embarrassed. And while his initial reaction was to be disappointed, before long it became frustration and concern that his great-grandchildren might not even know his name. And the thought that his great-grandchildren might not know his name deeply affected him. And it seems impossible, right, considering how much grandparents love on their grandkids, that intense love, commitment, and obligation that they feel for them, and the contribution that they try to make in their lives. It seems interesting that a grandchild's child, not that far removed, would not know the names of these loving, affectionate family members who try to play such an important role in their lives. Curtis went on to ask questions to other colleagues and clients, and what he learned was he's not alone in being unable to recollect the names 
of relatives that he felt like he should know. He'd just never taken the time to think about it. Here's the reality, though, guys. Unless you do something really good, really great, or sometimes really bad, your family will likely forget you in about three generations or about 88 years. In less than a century, the odds are great that your great-grandchildren will not know your name or any of the accomplishments that you did, much less the life by design that you stood for or what your hopes and dreams were for them. And so you might say, well, wait a minute, my future generation will inherit my wealth, they're going to remember me for certain things that I did, but passing on money alone, research has shown by tracking generations, passing along money alone is not enough. It's more important to plan, document, and share personal values and goals as a way to give your great-grandchildren and those generations who come after you something to remember you by. Too many people out there, guys, think of a legacy as an inheritance, or they think of a legacy as success that they've had. But as a student of Living by Design, you guys know better than that, and once you've designed your own life, it's time to create a legacy while you're still alive, a legacy that can continue in a huge way once you're gone because you have deliberately worked on this. So what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to share our values as well as our wealth or our business success or whatever those other things are so that your branches of the family tree are living limbs and not just dead wood long to be forgotten about. And to assure your legacy lasts more than a generation or two or three, we're going to help you incorporate a family tree legacy into this strategic plan. You'll see here, if you've got the book, let's see what page is it on here. If you've got the book, it's on page 134 where we start listing out some of Curtis's ideas for the 188-year plan for transferring the values he wants to pass on to his future Estes generations. So a couple of the things this incorporates, guys. The values Curtis wants to pass along to his children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, the primary tools to pass these values on, and then a chronological listing of milestones he wants to celebrate in the 100-plus years he could possibly live. People are living longer and longer, so we have more time to work on some of this, but again, if we don't live a life by design, it's not going to happen. So now, guys, page 135, you've got to start working on your family tree legacy. Even if some of you out there listening to this, you have grown children, don't worry. Don't think, hey, I've missed the boat, it's too late. Start with these simple steps. Number one, identify the values you want to pass on to your family, such as faith, education, charity, entrepreneurship, goal setting, or even community involvement. Number two, establish incentives that will integrate your values in the family for future generations. So for example, if you value education, maybe for you it's setting up a trust fund that will pay for your future generations tuition, not just your kids or grandkids, but multiple generations to come because you set up a trust fund in your name. That's just an example we put in the book. Number three, create tools and fund these incentives to ensure that they last over time. So again, back to the education piece, because that's a big one for a lot of people. If you want your great grandchildren to attend your alma mater, 
support your college through endowments and scholarships to help maintain its academic strength, and then look back at step number two, you're going to establish an education trust fund that's going to set up future generations' tuitions to go to that place. So on the following page is my personal family tree legacy, page 136. Here are just a few of the values, if you don't have the book right in front of you, that I want to pass on to future Warren generations. Number one, the love of family and understanding where we came from. That's very important to me. Charitable giving. I want my kids and even my grandchildren to see that that is a big deal for me. I'm so thankful for what I have and grateful for what I have. I want them to see me giving back. Also seeking out those in need since I've been given so much. Waking each day with a refreshed and optimistic mindset, knowing that we have so many things to be thankful for and forbidding the world from beating us down. I was such a negative person for so long. I want my kids and grandkids to see me waking up each day with refreshed and optimistic mindset because I do have so many things to be thankful for. I want them to see the love of my spouse and how much I care about Katie, my wife, and in turn carry that love forward to their own spouses, children, and other relationships. It's amazing, guys, how much we can change a generation that will be coming after us that will then change a generation and change a generation. And the things you do today that seem inconsequential as parents or as friends or other relationships out there, you have no idea how that impacts other people and other relationships. Another point on this list is to be a present dad. No matter how busy life gets or how many demands are placed on me, I know that few things are more important than my presence in the development and well-being of my children. Next point, assist my children with research about and reflection of our family, history, lineage, and ancestry from generations past. To know who we are, guys, we have to know where we came from. To build a morning routine for my children so they reflect on the accomplishments from the day before. The Creator who loves them, the Lord who loves them so much, making personal time for prayer, reflection, and growth. This changes everything, guys, when we start the day this way. And to help my children understand the importance of travel as a family in terms of investing in memories that will last a lifetime. So the list goes on a little bit more, but those are kind of some of the big ones. And a lot of that, as you guys can hear, is framed around thankfulness and gratitude, wanting to pass those ideas on to future generations. But hear me out, guys. If you haven't picked up on this yet, a family legacy plan does not have to be complicated but you can see why it's so necessary to get clear about your own personal visions, values, and goals, just as we've been doing in these separate chapters and sections beforehand. If you have those set up first, we can reflect back on the vision, values, and goals that we formulated in our life by design process. We can outline this family tree legacy, and that's exactly what I want you to do in the following pages. So starting on page 138, your family tree legacy. Again, it starts with the values that you want to pass on. You're going to list those out just as I had uh, mentioned before. Hang on one moment. I'm trying to fix this mic here. We're traveling right now in Arkansas and I'm trying to fix this mic. It's, it's the values that you want to pass on. Okay. Secondly, you're going to take the incentives to encourage future generations to appreciate those values. It, it does nothing just to list the values. What are you guys going to do to encourage future generations to appreciate those values. The third step here, the primary tools to pass on these values. What are we gonna do to make sure that it's locked in and we're designing these things in? And then lastly, chronological milestones that we are going to track 
along the way. So the next time I get on a recording here, we're going to be diving into section number four, the three secrets for obtaining transformational results. But I hope you guys have had just an awesome journey, and I know some of you had from the comments that I'm getting, just an awesome journey through these five strategic ways to implement your strategy. Again, we started off on the six vision building exercises. It's so important to get clear on your vision, guys. But once we've done that, now we can shift that into our five strategies for implementation and how we're going to take all of our vision and our goals and our objectives and we're going to put that into a bigger vision and then the next time we're actually going to look at the three strategies for locking that in to where you guys are going to make 2018 an absolutely incredible year hopefully like no other because we're going to focus on those three secrets for obtaining transformational results. Guys, if you want to connect with me, the best way to do that is to shoot an email to my team at info at success101podcast.com or you can catch me in the world of social media on the Success 101 Facebook page or on Instagram under the name at success101podcast. I'll catch you guys on the next awesome episode. Until then.